Welcome to Coffee and Converse. I'm Diane and this is a show for lifestyle entrepreneurs, those people building a business to support their life instead of living to build a business. If this is you, stick around for strategies on doing business more efficiently with more ease and in a way that feels oh so good to you. Hey, hey, so this week I want to chat to you about VIP days. If you listened to the last episode, it was a replay of the episode that I did with my good friend Jordan Gill, who's the authority on VIP days. Even as someone who has offered VIP days for a long time, I'm consistently tweaking and adapting based on my conversations with her. So definitely go and give that episode a listen. But I wanted to jump on and talk very specifically about one type of VIP day, because I think for coaching and consulting, it can be really hard to see how a VIP day might work for your business. So if you're a service provider, it's kind of easy to understand, right? You have an idea of roughly how much needs to get done, how long that's going to take. And so you can break your process or your system into a set number of hours. I also think it's really easy to communicate because people understand. I will write your copy. I will set up your funnel. I will get you organized in click funnels. People can really like grasp onto that tangible result. I see a lot of coaches and consultants only really touching on VIP days with more of a kind of one-off intensive vibe and there's nothing wrong with that but I just want to make sure that you can see that that can be a bigger part of your business. There are a couple of reasons it can feel a bit challenging in the coaching and consulting space. First of all you don't really have control over how long the transformation or the coaching is going to take you right. It's kind of how long is a piece of string and I know for me when I was moving away from just you know rent my brain for X number of hours and really thinking about how do I structure a VIP day, this was incredibly difficult. And what I'm going to suggest that you do is pay attention to your process, right? That doesn't mean that you're necessarily following a checklist of do this and then do that. But as you work with clients, you will notice that there are parts of the journey that everybody goes through and you'll start to notice when does that happen? Is there a big aha when you work with them around week three and week four, you could use some extra time to really dive in deep. And so maybe that becomes a half day VIP day. It could also be when people get to the end of working with you over three months or six months or a year, whatever it is, they need that extra kind of set up time to really plan what that's going to look like going forward. I like to do a VIP day at the very beginning because I'm looking at somebody's strategy. I need to know a lot about their business upfront. I need to be able to see the whole picture and make sure that we've got enough time together to make all of those connections before we do any further work together. So for me, I treat my VIP day like an offsite, like a big company would take all of their senior members off to a tropical island. I take my clients off to Zoom and we strategize about their business when they aren't being interrupted by day-to-day firefighting or to-do lists. Once you've figured out where that VIP day lives in your business, it's much easier to see at that point, this is the piece that we need to get through. So I think a lot of coaches and consultants are trying to work out how to do their entire coaching or their entire consulting package in one VIP day. We want to break it down so that it's a piece of your process that's in a VIP day. The second reason VIP days can be a bit difficult for coaches and consultants is you're excited by the idea of a VIP day. It can be a really big value add to your services, but before you go and add one simply because it feels like everyone is adding one or that it feels trendy or whatever that is, I want you to really ask yourself, how does this VIP day serve my client? 
So as I said, when I'm doing a VIP day, I need that extended period of time that is uninterrupted for me and the client to be able to see how different areas of their business are all connecting together in a strategy. In my opinion, my clients benefit from doing that in one sitting. It is a better use of both of our time versus doing it over, say, three weeks of hourly calls where we have to get through the small talk at the beginning and the small talk at the end and recap what we looked at and everybody's trying to remember what we talked about last week. That doesn't really work for the kind of work that I do. So for me, it was a decision around how best to serve my clients. So we've talked about figuring out when and what to offer. We've talked about is it best for the client, but also is it best for you? The kind of VIP day that you set up or if you have one at all really needs to depend on you and your superpower. So for me, I do three hour strategy VIPs. That is a long time for me to be facilitating a meeting. I am a very happy extrovert. That's not difficult for me. I am not uncomfortable with someone staring at me for three hours. If you prefer to work more quietly on your own, a VIP day like mine where you're consistently on screen is probably not for you. The amount of time that you're going to take to recover is probably going to negate the excitement of the short form, highly intensive VIP day style. But it could be that you structure it differently so that you have regular check-in points where you're on screen. It could be that you do it via Voxer. There are a multitude of ways to deliver it, but you need to make sure that if it's the best for the client, you find the how that works the best for you, right? We want you to be in that superpower zone when you're delivering one of these. Then there's the usual question of, well, how long a VIP day do I do? We can go back to what's best for the client, what's best for you. But ultimately, the only way to really know how long your VIP day needs to be is to do it. Initially, I would suggest overestimating, making sure that you have a spare hour at the end. You can totally say to someone on your sales call, it's a three hour VIP day, but let's just book it for four just in case I don't want us to lose momentum. And if we don't need it, great, you have a spare hour in your diary. As long as you're hitting that transformation that you're promising or that result that you're promising, no one is going to be upset that you gave them back an hour in their diary. Equally, if anything goes wrong, no one is going to be upset if you bonus them an extra hour. So if you estimated something was going to take three hours and you realize afterwards, actually, you need to go away and do some work and then come back and deliver an extra hour and you bonus that to them, great. And then next time you know, hey, I need three hours plus a one hour call. You have to experiment with this. If you haven't delivered your coaching or consulting in this format before, I would suggest opening the calendar up for a few of those one-off kind of rent my brain moments, whether that's a 60 minute or a 90 minute, it'll start to give you a feel for what you can get through in an hour, what you can get through in 90 minutes, what you wish you had done before, what you would do in follow up. And what those kind of rent my brain options allow you to do is just be like, hey, I'm going to give you my brain for 90 minutes. Yes, they're expecting breakthroughs, but you haven't promised a specific benefit. Once you start to move into true VIP day, you really want to make sure that you know what the benefit of that VIP day is. You want to be able to articulate that. It can't just be, hey, do you want to rent my brain for three hours? Because nobody wants to rent your brain for three hours. In the coaching and consulting space, it really is about experimenting and growing in confidence and getting used to how quickly you can can get to the root of a problem with a client and then allowing yourself some buffer, right? Because every client is going to be slightly different. So hopefully that has really helped the coaches and consultants in the audience to think through how VIP days could come into 2022 strategy. If the idea of adding it excites you, but you're a little bit nervous, I want to give you a couple of avenues that you can go to. You could welcome to slide into my DMs on Instagram. I'm at Diane underscore Mayer. Drop on in, tell me you've listened to it, tell me what your business does, who you coach, and I'm happy to 
the brainstorm with you. If you already have an idea of what your VIP day could be, even if you don't know the details and you're not sure how it could be, you just know what you want to deliver, then I'm going to suggest you head to my friend Jordan's VIP day roadmap and you can find that at diamere.com forward slash VIP and that's really going to walk you through what your VIP day could be. I also just want to finish reminding you that just because other people have VIP days doesn't mean that you need to have one. It can seem really sexy and exciting but if it's not the best thing for your client and it's not the best thing for you then it's not the best thing for your business. If you enjoyed this episode don't forget to follow the podcast and leave us a review.